I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast with the incredible Jessica Stokes. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks welcome for to having the show. me. Oh, right. So guys, just for those who don't know Jessica Stokes, so Jess has been working and teaching in the commercial dance industry for the past 10 years. Sharing and giving back her passion for the performing arts industry to our up and coming generation has been a big part of her career. Working alongside artists such as Carly Minogue, Pink, Jessica Mowboy, Ricky Lee, Havana Brown, The Veronicas, Zara Lars and Natalie Bassingwaite and many more. She landed top six finalist in Australia's top TV hit series, season three, So You Think You Can Dance, and has worked her way through every leading TV network this country has to offer. Not only having such a strong dancing background, Jess has also has a great love for her music and singing career with songwriting and recently launching her new entertainment business, Scene Life Creative. Jess is also a new mom to Dynamite, so we can't wait to chat to her about the transition she has made in this amazing industry. Whilst also been a new mum. Look at that. We have so much to talk about. I know. I'm queen of you for hours. How incredible. That's so amazing. So obviously you've just recently moved back from Sydney to your home, Bris Vegas. Yes, I am back in Bris Vegas. I am back home. what's that been like for you? It's been amazing. I get to see my mum again. We're building our relationship because it's been a while. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I love the weather here. I love the energy here. And it's just really nice to kind of sit back and be a mum. It was very hard in Sydney. It was very, it's very hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah, now we just have the opportunity to actually chill and be a family. Just so amazing. Yeah. So, so good. And obviously recently you have just launched your new business, Scene Life Creative. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Well, Scene Life Creative is, I try to make it, I want it to be more than just entertainment. I really want to expand it through creative direction and be able to create everything, work behind the scenes and everything that I've done in the past. So I've worked a lot in TV. I've worked a lot in film. I've done a lot of stuff as the performer. And now I kind of want to be the behind the scenes person and create on the other side of the camera. So that's realistically where it kind of started from. Also being able to give work back to the kids that I teach and mentor and be able to create work for them. Because, you know, like I talk about how you're getting into the industry, teaching them what they need to prepare and, you know, the expectations of what they need to have ready for the industry. So, being able to have something on the other end of that's really yeah, cool for and me as be well. Be able to provide that pathway and those job opportunities is incredible. It goes hand in hand with your teaching and mentoring that exactly. you do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm really passionate about helping build these pre-professionals and giving them something to really look forward to. You know, I I was never really a contract person going overseas and doing all yeah. these things for such a long period of time. So for me, being able to have something here as well in the time, you know, like if they are on contracts, it's not going to be. There's always 
those gaps in between. Yes. So being able to have those corporate gigs and 100%, you know, changing, yeah. you know, in between dancing and singing or acting or whatever, you know, there's always things for them here as well. Yes. And that's obviously what we're big believers on too and why we love having you around yeah. and, and doing what you do with us because we, yeah, we all align just, with what we and believe you're just in. so yes. versatile. You just bring yeah. such a different vibe and energy to what we do with our students. It's so nice. great. Tell us like what's the biggest highlight in your career? Well, the biggest highlight, it changes. I, I feel like I've evolved a lot since I first started in the industry. You know, like obviously I was very heavily dance based. And so I feel like, well, my very first gig was actually from Marco Panzik and I'm no still way. so grateful for that. It was so cool to have him or each other in our lives at that time because he first came from Perth to Sydney. I moved from Queensland to Sydney. So it was kind of like the right time and the right place. Um, he gave me my first gig for Jay McRae. That was my first music video. I didn't even know what commercial, the commercial scene was coming yeah. straight out of Brisbane. I was like, what? Yeah. Okay, oh, cool. What's an agent? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had my first job with him and that was amazing because I was working with like the pros of Sydney and I was yeah. learning so much. I was like the little 18 year old, like, please don't hate me. I'm here just to, you know, I'm just dancing. I'm doing my thing. Like it's really, it was really scary. And I had Morgan Choi. She was a year younger than me. So we were the babies of the crew. It was really like, oh. <gasps> I can't believe I'm dancing with Michelle Hopper and Kay Warbold. Like, yeah. this is so cool. And then so, like, I had done some amazing things during that time until up to So You Think You Can Dance as well. So then that was my next major highlight that I was like, oh, I had dreamt of that for so long. I used to, I was 15, 16 watching all the American series and I would sit there, like, almost manifesting it into my life as yeah. a 15-year-old. Like, oh, my God, like, I need to do this one day. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm working towards. And then I landed the season three series, which was amazing. Definitely like one of the craziest experiences of my life because it was the first time as, you know, on a reality TV show as well. So you've, they've got cameras there kind of and producers putting things in your ears that you didn't know was part of the whole process as like a 21 year old. Like you're say, still super you? young. Yeah, 21. 21. Wow. Like, you know, and I didn't really know myself either. Social media didn't really exist. Mm. So like I was just really winging it. We were all winging it, you know? Yeah. And 21, like they, you're super young and, you know, to be judged by the whole country and kind of having all that, you know, they're always going to have criticism and bad feedback from people, you know, sitting on the other side of the TV that you're like, <laughs> you don't know me you don't though. Know me. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a duck face. Like that's me trying to breathe to get through this crazy routine. Yeah. But yeah, no. And then that kind of mentally really, woo, that was, that was a journey. Cause after that, I felt like, you know, I was going through a bit of mental stuff after that. So I think I probably had a bit of an eating disorder and there was a yeah. few Wow. things that like you don't really talk about back then but now it's like it's really open and yes. it's acceptable to be able to talk about and yes. teach kids now yes, absolutely but back then it was yeah. like oh my god so I mean you could probably see that there was something going on there mentally but anyway so from job to job to job the next thing after that my biggest highlight would have been Jess Malboy's All the Hits live tour so yes. amazing and that was incredible. when I was transitioning into more of a singer I was going yeah. into my singing stage so um yeah no they're probably the three biggest highlights that I can think up right now. So yeah, incredible. Such an amazing career. Yeah. Thank you. And as you were saying, obviously, you know, there's so many setbacks and, you know, things in our industry that we have to deal with. How how do you think you've found like when you've come to a crossroads or, you know, something in your career that has held you back, what have you done to help you sort of keep going and find and to that cope. Yeah, to cope to 
to keep going because obviously we I know now with what we do we yeah. we're such a support network for our students and the kids that we we yeah. deal with and we mentor and things like that and I know you know for us going back to our days we didn't necessarily have that so no, what was something not. that you used to help you cope and wow it's really weird forward? I think honestly I probably always just went back to my art form like because it's yeah. such an expressional it's such an expressional way to kind of get through things for me as an artist like I think just going back to class and just kind of doing what I loved and just finding all those little things that made me happy yeah I think that helped me get through it yeah for yeah. me that's inspiration just channeling it back totally. into your career because that's where it all started and then that's the yes. person I've always been so it's and reminding yourself why you're doing it in the first exactly. place yeah because there is passion and joy absolutely and I don't think I've known anything different from just having that passion mm. you know like yeah. I, I'm, I'm lucky that I've had it from such an early age that that was my that was always my go-to yeah to get out of a dark place yeah. or just be in a happy place 100 so yeah your passion gives you your longevity mm. and also helps you know overcome that adversity so because you're a queenslander brisbane dancer who's obviously had a successful career in this industry do you have any advice because obviously we mentor a lot of queensland talent on how you know what are your tips and tricks for a queensland brisbane dancer in making it in the commercial dance scene well the commercial dance scene is a little bit harder i feel like it's it's always been so small yeah and for me like honestly being i didn't know there was a commercial field until i went to sydney because there were like especially back in the day in those times, so yeah. what like 12 years ago it's like you know i knew there was musical theater and i knew there was cruise ships yeah and then i knew there were showgirls that's all i knew about so but then also in my training like well i always gone back to youtube that was my one thing where i was like okay i know that's where i need to be i know that's where i want to be that's the kind of dancer that i want to be so for me going to sydney was a great help because you're amongst that scene you know the choreographers there the directors are there everyone's walking around everyone who's walking around is somebody so you know and they're always going to catch your eye and then they start using you because you're training under them yeah but i mean it is very different now because there is so much access to choreographers and yes the nature of the industry is definitely changing that time it's evolved and i mean also like there's probably a lot more work here and people actually creating work here for them to have an opportunity to not just do a contract overseas somewhere yeah Yeah. so they're lucky we're you know it's very lucky now yeah and there's even given your you know new business adventure with scene live creative that's even going to open up you know the avenues for queensland dancers even more to be able to work in queensland we're so passionate about queensland dancers working whether it's overseas contracts or or here we find now that creating our own commercial industry creating our own industry and and it is growing and it's exciting (laughs) yes exactly we need to catch up at some point yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) totally i want to know how do you think the industry's evolved since when you first started to obviously where you are now what do you mean like in the sense of like back in the day there was like one road of where you took i feel like a lot of queensland dancers yeah like either moved to sydney or they went overseas on contract like i feel like the option for queensland dancers even training wise have even changed Mm. i think well i don't know whether even if it helped since social media started yeah Yeah. i don't know like i think we we're just able to see everything in the whole world like what is out there so which helps people like you guys and then the older generation to be able to create 
just to be able to create more in Queensland. So yeah. there's just more of us, there's more, there's more things to do here than just having to travel to overseas or having to travel to Sydney. Like there's just more of a scene here now. Yeah, it's great. And I think just as evolving, I feel like even the population of just Queensland growing. Yeah, like I feel just like the, dent, yeah, probably the cities even, have evolved. Yeah. So therefore like you got business and corporate people putting money and budgets into entertainment, which you probably didn't see a lot of. And because those people and clients have access to things online and on TV, they kind of have a higher expectation of what they're expecting hmm. entertainment to look like. Yeah. Whereas before, no one, before, so no you one could knew. dance and yeah. you, you didn't have that kind of appeal of what large scale entertainment and what money could buy you when at, at a corporate event. And Whereas I think now, also just having access to be able to, yeah, but even having access to be able to kind of do a lot more branding and marketing yeah. for your own thing now. Like it's not such a big deal to go and, you know, people used to spend so much money on having to get things created and all this kind of yeah. stuff but it's so easy to do yourself now as well yeah so I think being able to do that for your business and then yeah exactly like being able to show them like what we can actually do here what, you like what you've do. got access to and what we're able to create for you yeah, yeah. it's an interesting how important is it for you to have been such a versatile performer because obviously there's you have mm. so many talents mm-hmm. you know you obviously <laughs> dance you sing you act you play instruments yeah um, I- how important was that throughout your journey to be versatile? I think at such a very young age, it was just kind of drilled into me to be able to do everything. Like when I first started any sort of training and it wasn't even like training per se, it was just because mum was like, oh, I think you should play the piano. So that was the very first thing I ever started. And I didn't necessarily, that wasn't where my passion started. I knew I loved music because I was always dancing and fluffing around at home. But she's like, I think that's a good place to to start for you anyway. So I yeah. started piano training um, and then she kind of saw how much I was actually dancing, just kind of like she would put the radio on and then I would literally be choreographing in the living room like, mom, mom, look at me. So I'd be doing these performances. <laughs> she's like, babes, I need to work. So then she put me into dancing training. Yeah. And then I think I was just really lucky enough to be at a studio where singing, dancing was just such a normal thing yeah, yeah. at such a young age. And so it wasn't even like, it wasn't a scary thing to delve into because it was just when you were five years old, you're singing and you're dancing. Yeah. So I grew up that way and I guess everyone around me was too. You just have to get up and sing or you just have to get up and dance. Yeah. And then I think just when I fell into loving it a little bit more, like I would be, I'm such a visual person. Like I was an only child and I was stuck at my dad's office for so many hours. So I'd be just like glued to the TV watching all these videos. The MGM collection with like Gene Kelly and Judy Garland. It's such a musical thing. Theatre based, yeah, based thing where singing, dancing, and acting. It was like that's all I saw, and that's all I knew, and that's what I fell in love with. So for me, it was just always the normal. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like you have to be this, you have to be that. Triple threat was just a normal thing, and so that's why I'm like I'm so passionate about it too because yes. I see so many more opportunities. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you've got a long lasting career, and then mm-hmm. living the experience, knowing that as a dancer, like I'm, I'm only thirty. That's not very old. No. And I'm broken. Yeah. yeah. I am actually broken from my, you know, my, my <laughs> head flash. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that is so hardcore. And I mean, even just after Happy Feet, like I might must have been about 23 then. And like, holy dooly, that was like one of the biggest contracts that I had, but it was the most physically demanding, physically, physically demanding. So even when we do film stuff, they, you know, we have to dance 50 times harder than you normally would because the camera always sucks out your energy. Mm. And so when you're dancing around doing Wade Robson as a penguin yeah. or like 
6 a.m. in the morning till 5 p.m. five days a week for 12 months. You're like, you're bound to be broken. So I can imagine, you know, you've probably got a 10-year career as a dancer, realistically, as Mm -hmm. your peak. I mean, you can go for longer depending on what you do. And what capacity you're doing it at, whether it is full-time or, yeah. Exactly. But then also for women, it's like then we have, you know, kids. Yes. And you don't want to be thrashing your body around because you're bloody tired. Like, you just want to, like, (laughs) sit down, have a cup of tea and, like, okay, honey, like, go watch your tea. Like, you just want to relax. But you, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on us because it's like, well, this is my career. This is what I've trained to do for so long. Now what? Now what? And if you've only been focusing on dancing for so long, what happens after that? Yeah. Do you have to stop? Do you have to go back to school? Do you, like, what are the other options? That's such a a transition that so many young female dancers, like, when they hit that age, I've seen it in my own career and friends of mine. And, yeah, it's really interesting how people manage that transition, whether they do have a career change or whether they adapt into different yeah, areas of the I industry. And I feel like too, you've done that really, yeah, really you well. Have. You're such a good example of someone who's transitioned from having an amazing career, still has an amazing career. And Look, also, I'm really glad it looks that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I think you make also it look so good. Trying, yeah, well, I mean, it is, a, it is a priority for me too to really make sure I do try to balance it all. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. It is freaking hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And there are times where obviously you've got to spend more time in the studio and spend more time at work and spend more time making sure your family's supported and then yes. you're kind of like when you pop that kid out you've got all these extra hormones where you're like oh my god I really miss you like yeah. I miss you I'm aching for you I miss you so much and so then you know you can take a little break and they go right so Saturday Sunday I'm all yours honey like yeah <laughs> you've got to really like but I guess it's time <laughs> management too right oh, I know yes I can relate yes <laughs> yeah, Abby, I, can yeah. Relate. I know Saturday Sunday I'm all yours <laughs> <laughs> you got me <laughs> totally but yeah, no, I think it's good. And I think too, this is why we, you know, from our own experiences have introduced into all of our type of training is about that longevity and um, being able to think it, about early. Yeah. What do you want to do when your body breaks down? Or what yeah. do you want to do when you don't feel like you want to get in the in the two piece anymore? Yeah. Or you do have a child, yeah. but you still want to be in the industry. And yeah. So we we introduce that learning yeah. from an earlier age so that it isn't such a it's frightening so, not thought. So dramatic. Yeah, and you know what? Even if it's just planning that seed yes. it's yes. like you've been told yes I've told you and so when the time, time comes, comes it's not yeah. such a shock yeah and you can be ready and because I think too when you know I know when we were doing this transition it's like oh my god does this mean I've failed or does this mean I've not you know done what I've what you meant to do or, to yeah do. so yeah. yeah and knowing that you can balance it and that it's okay to step off the stage and go yes, into something absolutely. else and yeah you know but yeah planting that seed early yeah and is, just is and it's okay to have other passions yes. like I think yeah. everyone's so passion in this industry and it is it's so incredibly incredible and amazing but it's it's okay to be passionate about other things and I think that gives a bit of more of a balanced perspective totally and yeah definitely like I'm always even before I had moved to London like I was definitely that person that was just kind of putting myself under the dancer box yeah and until I moved to London when everyone was doing so many different things I was like oh my god why would I do that to myself like and I think that was the wake-up call I needed I was living I was in London this is when I had I had to give myself a break after so you think and it was all amazing and I was doing happy feet and I was like right okay I'm missing my music I want to delve into my music because I'm literally broken um and so I moved to London and I was in a I was in a house with seven other flatmates I don't know how I fell into this house but holy dooly and it happened to be a party house which if you knew me as a person I am like the old granny from the day I was born 
Um, so it was quite traumatic for me, but it was an experience. But every single one of these people, they were either modeling, they were in creative advertisement, they were they were singers in bands, they were children illustrators, but they were all these amazing things all in one. And I'm like, hi, I'm the dancer. They're like, okay, what else do you do? Oh, I sing? Like, yeah. do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but I was I totally just only kind of going, oh. Oh, I only do one and, thing. Yeah, and it takes like, so much just to be a dancer too. Totally, it's like, yeah. oh, just to do this one thing now I have to do more I know but now then I came back and I was kind of like guys do you know that's what we do to ourselves here like yeah, yeah. but it's in Australia it's just Australia I feel like yeah. you go to America and everyone does this 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 you go yeah. to London everyone does this 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 to survive yeah and I was like right I feel like we need a new different way of thinking here yes. yeah definitely agreed yeah. love that love it love it love it do you have any tips, tips and, tricks? and tricks we love tips and tricks yeah yeah, Tips for anyone that's maybe transitioning with their career or, you know, trying to balance out their work life or family, because obviously that's something that I guess it is such a big deal to deal with and yeah. it, it takes routine and totally, you know, well, I mean, do you know what the best thing about your dance training is that you've already, you're already being drilled some kind of a work ethic, yes. some kind of a discipline yeah. and some kind of a time management between school and your dance training. A tip for making sure that you're kind, I, I think if you love something, nurture it. If you have a different kind of a passion at some, whatever age it is. So say you love dancing, but you also love, you love makeup, you love fashion, you love music. Don't brush it aside. Mm. I feel like kind of, you don't have to kind of make it as a priority, but keep it with you and kind of start nurturing it now because you never know. It's it's when you hit that 30, the early yeah. 30s, when yeah. you're looking for a new transition, that's when it kind of starts happening. Yeah. So for me, mine was always my music. I loved music. My my whole entire life and it wasn't until I did Jess's where I was working with a band the whole time that's when I was like holy freaking shit I love live music yes. <laughs> no one can take that away from me I love it so much yeah to the point where it was in my new obsession and then yeah. the older I got I was just like right this is what I'm moving into this is yes. what I love it goes hand in hand to dancing and I can still do both and I can yes. still be a performer and then I can sing till the day I die yes like that will never be taken away from mm-hmm. me yeah and I've still got all my dancing behind that as well. So I, I always try to tell any of my students, I'm like, if you've got a flair for anything else, just kind of like keep yeah, delving into it. it. Yeah. Dabble, 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 because it will go hand in hand one day. It yes. usually does. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Always. Even if it's business. Oh my God. I wish I loved business more. I really do. Yeah. Imagine all the things you could do. Yeah. Imagine. I know, as it's a, such creative a creative person, person yeah. business oh my God. is, you yeah, could literally, so all skies are the limit. Yes. So when I have a kid that's like, mm, I'm kind kind of dabbling in marketing. I'm kind of dabbling in business. I was like, you go for it, honey. Yes. Yeah. Let's like, go. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah. Love yeah, it. We love the creative side of business too. I think yes. that's yeah, yeah, definitely something we love. Are. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Before we do, we love to wrap it up with, what does living your best life mean to you? Living your best life for me is just doing what you love every single day. Waking up and just knowing that I'm going to work, but what you do for work is like the best thing in the world and you love what you do. I feel like there will never be a day that goes by that you will be unhappy. Yeah. You could yeah. be stressed, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's like I would not be doing anything else. Yes. Yeah, we totally agree with oh, that. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jess, for joining us this afternoon. It's been great having a chat and everyone out there, here's to living your best life.